0: This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Coming up today on Fishing Paul Bunyan Country, it's a great time to be a muskie angler because fall fishing is here. They've got to spend some time in the classroom. Isaiah Hahn of U Bet Fishing Guide Service and a Muskie Fiend joins us next. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad. When all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such yeah. But the nightlife in the city don't impress me much
1: F-I-S-H-I-I-N Fishing F-I-S-H-I-I-N Fishing Fishing I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather
0: be out Sitting in my 14-footer and some trout. The fishes all tremble at the thought of me when I'm I and Bob Bunyan Country.
1: Cochran, and you're
0: listening to Fishing Fall Country. Hey, we're checking in with Isaiah Hahn once again of You bet Fishing Guide service. Uh, we're headed into the fall, and he's back in the classroom with his other job. But I'm assuming Isaiah with uh, weekends and evenings, you'll find time to get back out on the water.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. in fact, after school, we we will be back on the water with another trip. So yeah, we find plenty of time to still hit the water for sure.
0: Well, for a guy who likes musky fishing, that's kind of important. In the fall, it is uh, typically the best time to catch muskies as well as yeah. pretty much everything else, too.
1: You know, it's 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 for a fisherman in general, this is uh, you know generally our favorite time of year, especially on the musky side of things, uh, that uh, the month of September alone is by far generally my favorite month to target muskies without a doubt.
0: Um we have had uh, I don't know By my standards, usually I'm getting a lot more musk reports than I've had this year. Um, What's your vibe? You've been out on the water going after muskies. Has it been a good muskie year, an average muskie year? How would you grade it?
1: Yeah, you know, I would say specifically for me and the the, the anglers and the clients in my boats, we have had... Definitely an above-average year, without a doubt. Um, you know, there are those days, obviously, they're still um, the most challenging fish to catch when it comes to fresh water. Um, but when all the stars align, like, we are often, you know, catching sometimes not just one, but when we are putting fish in the boat, it's often two or three, you know, within one trip. So, yeah, it has been a really, really fun season thus far. Um, and you, when it comes to the muskies, you're willing to
0: go pretty much anywhere you need to.
1: Right. You know, that. I guess I'm pretty lucky to live where I live here in the Park Rapids area. I have a pretty big range. You know, I can go as far north as some of those Bemidji area lakes like Plantagenet, as far west as the Detroit Lakes area, as far east as uh the Walker area of course Leech Lake being a, a lake that we hit up quite a bit and then of course we have a couple of awesome lakes right in the Park Rapids area from Elk Lake which is in Itasca State Park and and also Big Mantrap Lake um, which is only you know 20 minutes from my house so we, we are really lucky when it comes to all the diversity and opportunities when it comes to the musky side of things.
0: Has there been a specific lake that's been particularly hot this year and are you willing to share it?
1: Yeah, no, it's all good. You know, Leech has been always a fun one. I always enjoy Leech. One of the reasons I love Leech so much is because it's 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 so much more, I guess, diverse than a lot of the other lakes um, that I often fish. Most of my other lakes that I mentioned, you know, are very weed-driven lakes with lots of you know, you're fishing in the weeds or on the weed line or off that break line, you know, specifically. And you can also do that on Leech Lake, but Leech Lake provides so much more than that. You know, you got a rock bite, a complete, I mean, complete beach sand bite, where they're literally on complete sand. You know what I mean? So it adds, you know, a little bit diversity, so we often hit Leech Lake up quite a bit. And and the bite overall on Leech, I would say, as far as Leech Lake terms was kind of slower throughout the whole year but it's definitely picking up here as we get um, as we're into now late august early september and it should only get better as we get into the fall for sure
0: of the key lakes you like to fish are you seeing uh, different sizes or are we kind of stuck in one particular size
1: yeah you know i would say overall it it has been an above average year both for numbers and also for size it's it's kind of a a mixed bag, generally, you know, it seems like the days when we aren't getting maybe the numbers I'd like to see, we are able to hook up with one fish, and that one fish is really, really nice, like in that 50-inch or 50-plus-inch caliber range. And on the other days where we're often, you know, maybe getting more than one in the boat, there, you know, it's just that nice above 40 inches between that mid-40s range, 44 to 45, 46. So it's, I would say overall mixed bag. Okay.
0: Um and you you wanna see you wanna see a diversity of sizes. I mean that's kinda oh, key. Oh without
1: a doubt. It absolutely. And I'll use Big Man Trap for example. Um, I was lucky enough to work with the Department of Natural Resources earlier this spring um, and help out with um, a population study and we did some electrofishing and um, yeah, I was really surprised by Um, the amount of not only the amount of range that we have uh, of muskies out there from some really nice size ones to a really good average population of 40 plus inch fish, but also the, the amount of natural reproduction that is happening out in that lake. I knew there was natural reproduction. I just did not know there was that much natural reproduction. So it was really cool to experience that earlier this spring. So yeah, great diversity both with size and numbers. Correct.
0: And of course, this weekend is a big weekend as the uh, Twin Cities Muskies Inc. crew comes up for their big three-day event. That uh, that I always love to check out the uh, you know the, the printout after they're done and see where all the fish were caught, where the biggest fish were caught, because uh, they they cover them all.
1: It's it's quite a tournament. It is one of my favorite tournaments, to be honest, just because I'm so busy with guiding. I have yet to fish it, but I'm right with you. Even as a, a fan who just enjoys muskies, it's a really an awesome tournament just because it's not on one particular lake. You have many lakes you can choose from with different ranges and stuff. So that makes it really fun. And then when it's all said and done, like you said, when the tournament's done, you can really see not only the amount of muskies that are being caught, but also the size range and what they're catching them on. It's, it's a really, really awesome tournament. That's for sure
0: Well, if we do want to get out and do some fall muskie fishing What are the fish going to start behaving like now? Where are we going to start finding them? What do they want to eat? How do we have to lure them?
1: Yeah, you know, specifically on the musky side of things Let's start there um, This is my favorite time of year Because not necessarily we always catch more numbers We can, but it's not always necessarily that we catch more numbers this time of year It's, it's the way we fish for those uh, muskies this time of year and that's usually they're up usually super shallow our water temperatures are usually cooling a little bit more about this time of year but as we talk here it's a really beautiful mid-80s almost upper 80s sunny day today so that will obviously increase our water temperatures but generally this time of year we get cooler mornings uh, and the water temperatures slowly start to decrease which is a good thing because in the fall time I generally do not care for a major warm front I actually like it to you know, averagely kind of just slowly cool down as far as water temperatures go. And those fish, specifically on the musky sides, tend to move up super, super shallow. So whether it's a reed bite or a a weed bite with deep in the weeds or right off that weed line break it's really fun time of year as far as using fast moving bucktails top water action is also a really good time to use top water this time of year both your your like prop style type baits or your really slow moving top water baits can work really well as well and and the night bite can still be really good this time of year um as well so it just uh, you you get so many different opportunities whether it's a day bite and nighttime bite and they're generally pretty shallow and and you can fish them pretty actively so that makes it fun and you can really kind of run and gun type style fishing and it, it makes it for a fun time especially on the musky side of things much more to come with isaiah
0: hahn of ubed fishing guide service we'll find out his favorite way to catch muskies we'll get his thoughts on live scope and we've got another fast five it's all coming up i'm jason durham of go fish guide service I'm proud of the efforts my fellow guides and I make to help Kev Jackson sound like he has a clue. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu This is Mandy Ear, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Isaiah Hahn of UBET Fishing Guide Service, my guest today. And Isaiah, what's your favorite way to fish muskies?
1: Oh, my gosh. You know, I get that question all the time in the boat, and, and it's so tough for me to answer that. But but I'll give you my favorite way to fish for muskies. Obviously, topwater is so fun. I love topwater fishing, especially when there's a topwater bite. But it doesn't really matter to me what lure I'm using. When you can get a fish to strike right at your feet at boat side. I know the fight isn't as long, but it is so intense, and there's just no other fish species in freshwater that really compares to such such adrenaline, to be honest with you. So catching a fish in the figure eights on the musky side of things is pretty, pretty cool, that's for sure.
0: And from a musky fishing perspective, uh, please keep the water soft through November 30th, and then it can freeze up any time after that
1: that's right <laughs> absolutely and we get kind of sticky there as we get closer to the end of november with that early ice not early ice that type of thing but you're exactly right if everything goes as planned hopefully we can keep that water open all the way up until the end that's for sure well you had for uh,
0: a lot of different species what else was happening uh on the water this summer and and uh, what's been
1: going on lately yeah, so, you know, the bass bite has been phenomenal this year here in the Park Rapids area, both on the small mouth side and the largemouth side, so that's been a really fun bite. They're definitely specifically on the largemouth side, Very, very much weed-oriented. you got to find those good weeds. And and they're still very much connected to those weeds. Even the smallmouth, in some cases, depending on the lake, are very connected to those weeds. But we do have some great diversity of water here in the Park Rapids area. So you can find smallmouth on deep rock piles as well. And sometimes those walleyes are mixed in right with those smallmouths. And then on many of the other lakes, some of the smaller bodies of lakes that we have here in the Park Rapids area, again, weeds are really key for both walleye's northern's panfish etc. So I would say generally it depends what species you're going after but as as you've heard me say already that weeds are key and they're still key this time of year especially since our water temperatures aren't like going down very fast it seems to be kind of a slow uh, taper. And that's a good thing. We, we, you know, you don't want any big sudden movements that sometimes can um, screw up the bite a little bit, but having it go down nice and slow is generally what adds to the best bite as we get closer and closer to fall. So, but the walleye bite has been really good. Like I said, the smallmouth and largemouth bite has been awesome too. And the crappie bite, specifically in the Park Rapids area, has been really, really awesome with both size And numbers—it's been a really good uh, crappie bite as well. So it's been a fun season overall. uh, From Lake of the Woods
0: to Rainy to you know Bemidji Red, uh, pretty much everybody I've talked to—it's been a really good walleye year. Um, Not too much downtime. That August bite slowed down some, but there was never any real dead time. How was Park Rapids beginning to end, or beginning to now? I should say, as far as walleye go.
1: Right. Specifically talking about the walleye, we can always go and find walleye here in the Park Rapids area. You definitely got to know because we have so much diversity between stained water and really, really clear water. I would say that the walleye bite maybe hasn't been quite as good as what we hear from the Bemidji folks. You know, specifically like Lake Bemidji has just been, it really never turned off. Maybe like you said, a little slowdown um in august but it's been a really solid bite in the bemidji area specifically lake bemidji for walleyes all season long and i'd say the bite has been really solid in the park rapids area but we definitely had a little bit of a downturn where we were catching them one day i'll use big sand for example that that has been a pretty solid bite and then the next time you go out they're like where do these fish go (laughs) what are they doing why can't we get them you know what i mean so we have had a few of those hiccups but i would say overall like you said it's been a really solid walleye bite consistently all summer long well
0: one of the things that uh, we had going on the last two years with covid was there wasn't a lot of other things to do particularly 2020 and we saw a lot more people go out fishing uh
1: what did you find what was the vibe on the water in 2022 you know and i'm going to use from a musky standpoint i guess because that's what i love to target you know um i would say overall you know, I, I fish so many different lakes, so I guess I can pop from lake to lake and everything. But on the, on the musky pressure wise, I saw so much musky pressure on a lot of the local lakes during the COVID times. You know, year 2020, 2021, etc. This year, I would say it's it's has definitely gone down for sure, without a doubt. I'm not seeing quite as much pressure. There's still there's still anglers out there, which is great to see. We want to continue to build the musky world and, and the opportunity to continue to stock muskies in our our northern minnesota waters but but you know having the opportunity now to go to canada i think has a lot of those musky guys like hey let's go back up there and and kind of continue those traditions up there as well so as far as pressure on the musky side of things i would say it was about average to maybe definitely a little bit lower compared to 2020 and 2021 for sure
0: I need to talk to you about this topic because it kind of went uh, front and center due to the professional muskie tournament trail uh, putting it in the spotlight. Um, live scoping, where, where are you sitting on that?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a hot topic, Kevin. It really, <laughs> really is. And um, I knew you bring that up, which is good. It's good to talk about these things. I'm all for it because we've got to get that stuff out on the table. Um, and I'll be, I'll be up front. I am not. A giant live scope individual, um, I, I do like the opportunity and the challenge to that these fish offer and and I think for me sometimes that that challenge is maybe a little bit less with live scope but but I tell you what when it comes to it we 're all on the same page, and we all love this fish. Called the muskie, right? Mm -hmm. So the bottom line is, we as long as we're taking care of the resource, taking care of the fish properly, properly releasing these fish, that is what's most important to me. As long as we can take care of the resource. Um, and th- th- that is the number one, you know what I mean? And the way you catch them, if it provides you with a better experience and that's really gonna, um, you know, increase your opportunity not only to catch fish, but also increase your joy of catching fish, then by all means, go out and get those opportunities because they're out there and I don't think they're going away. So, like, they're there for us to use as long as we use them correctly, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, you know, as I've said to a lot of people, um, you know, I, uh, I think the world was probably a better place before smartphones. I think I was probably mentally healthier when I wasn't looking at my smartphone all the time. At the same time, it's not realistic to say you got to get rid of smartphones. They're not going away. So it's, no. a, it's a matter of learning how to use them correctly
1: it is 100 percent and again being in the education realm i can say the same thing when i'm working with my students there's times when like education and and technology is like the best thing in the world it enhances our ability for our students to learn But at other times, I'm like, oh, my gosh, let's put these devices away because this is not the time or the place. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. like you said, it's really about doing the right thing and taking care of the resource. And as long as anglers are doing that, that's all I care about. That's the most important thing for me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I've enjoyed asking the question because it's quite a diversity of opinion. Most people are kind of in the middle, kind of a, you know, they're they're not overly thrilled with it, but they've got it or are going to get it. Uh, Some people absolutely not. And, the, and then there's the, the, I think, you know, I don't think it's shocking. The younger you go, the more it's like, yeah, I love this.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and and, and and I think if it grows our sport, that's important to me because you're not going to increase our ability to um, increase musky stocking in our lakes unless we get, you know, a younger generation that are really into this because these are the guys that are going to be fighting for our opportunities to more money for more opportunities for muskie stocking so it really i i understand that completely you know what i mean and it really comes back to the joy if it brings you joy and a, and a better experience then then truly i think that's awesome as long as we're taking care of the resource because with some of these technologies the resource can can get hurt you know what i mean so it, there there is that side of it as well it can.
0: I, I don't worry about that so much with uh, with most Minnesota anglers. The, I mean, these uh, the serious Minnesota anglers, they want fish to be healthy. They want populations to stick around. I think the state has a very, very smart, average angler intelligence and uh, are really good, whether it's walleyes, bass, muskies, doesn't matter. They're really good at taking care of the, of the resource.
1: And, and even like the catch and release aspect, obviously I'm not even talking muskies here. I'm talking all these other fish that we love to target and, and from generation from generation, I think that's improving so much. I mean, I just look at the bass bite here in our area because catch and release has become so big. It's like awesome, right? It's yeah. so, so fun. So again, if we can continue to educate and continue to pass those, those good things on from generation to generation, it's only going to make for a better and more exciting fishing experience.
0: He doesn't have as much time to get you on the water and put you on the fish as he did just a few days ago because he's a teacher and back in the classroom. We'll wrap it up with Isaiah Hahn of you Bet Fishing Guide Service next.
1: Hey, I'm Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. My back sure hurts from carrying Kev Jackson for all these years. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, musky, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Fishing
0: Paul Bunyan Country. Isaiah Hahn heads up bet Fishing Guide Service, but he's also a teacher, so he's back in the classroom. So I'm wondering, Isaiah, are you uh, still open for
1: some dates here yet this fall, or are you pretty booked? yeah you know I am really booked uh, the month of September. I'm pretty much booked, but I do have some opportunities for some openings, even in October and November. I know it gets a little chillier then, so you gotta kind of be that hearty angler that's willing to uh take on all those elements. but yeah, I do have a few openings in October and November, so they're definitely uh they can definitely give me a call or a text. Either one of those would work um and the surely the best way to get a hold of me is by my cell phone, which is two one eight. 308-8695 again that's 218-308-8695 or they simply can check me out at my website at youbetfishing.com or on all those social media platforms you bet guide service instagram facebook etc
0: all right so we uh, we covered a lot of things and maybe talked about your main concerns but did you spot anything out there this summer that concerned you at all
1: you know, um, I, I wouldn't say that it had any concerns. I, I had some really cool experiences with a lot of cool Mother Nature things from muskies eating giant pike that I saw just like that was so awesome from... From otters being attacked by eagles to bears swimming in the middle of the lake, from black bears. So, I mean, just lots of cool nature things, I guess. But I guess you tend to see those things when you're on the water as much as uh, as we are as guides. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Well,
0: listen, are you ready for another Fast Five? You know what? I was pumped last time. I think I
1: can handle this again. I'm ready to rock and roll.
0: Okay, here we go. What's up, Fast Five?
1: Question number one. Dogs or Cats. Oh, definitely a dog person. I do not. Um, I grew up with cats on the farm, but obviously they were outdoor farm cats. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to keep our mouse population down. But definitely more of a dog guy for sure. All right, do you have any dogs? Yeah, we do have a dog. We have a house dog, and um, it's it's definitely more of my wife's dog than my dog. But we love her to death. So okay.
0: Question number two: You've just completed an outstanding meal. It's time for dessert. Is it going to be pie or is it going to be cake? Ooh, I am
1: definitely 100% a pie guy, specifically apple pie that's made with a lard crust. I know it's not the best thing for you, but when it comes to tasting dessert, there is no better tasting dessert than apple pie, homemade apple pie made from lard, specifically when it comes to the crust side of things.
0: Wow, okay. Indeed. I love pie. I'm definitely a pie guy, definitely a fruit right. pie guy. Um, I probably lean blueberry, but uh, but I do love pie. All right, question number three. Besides fishing and or hunting, what is your favorite sport?
1: Oh, without a doubt, number one. Well, when it came to playing, I love playing the game of basketball. I'm just a basketball junkie when it comes to watching. Of course, goal Vikings. We are going to rock this year. Maybe we won't, but I have my expectations. Remember last time we talked about the Twins in early spring, and now we're like, oh, a game and a half <laughs> behind when I last looked. So it's kind of being like, oh, are we going to make the playoff run? I hope we start getting some Ws here. But I'm looking forward to the Vikings in the football season for sure this fall.
0: Well, thank goodness you said Vikings. I mean, I didn't want to have to like you in spite of
1: your Packerness. Oh gosh, no. Take any green and yellow and you can throw it in the garbage. Sometimes I even kick off my packer fans off my boat. No, I don't that's just a joke. I actually enjoy all my anglers. But yeah, I'm definitely a Vikings fan, that's for sure.
0: All right, question number
1: four. Hard water or soft water? Oh, without a doubt, I love them both. Don't get me wrong, but it's not even close. Um obviously soft water. We can't target muskies generally after November thirtieth, so that's obviously when the hard water season comes. So when you can't fish for muskies, there's only one other thing to do, and that's to ice fish. So definitely, without a doubt, I, I enjoy muskie fishing and open water fishing the most, for sure.
0: Well, I'm a weather wimp, so I'm definitely a water guy, for sure. <laughs> I'm with you there. <laughs> and finally, question number five, going back to your school days, what was your favorite
1: subject? Favorite subject? Um, You know, I enjoyed math as far as kind of a classroom subject, but obviously... Being the active guy that I am and just kind of the sports geek, I, you know, it was either recess or FIAD, and here I am <laughs> doing FIAD health and also special ed. So I'm definitely a FIAD guy. I like to move and groove. I like a good workout. I like a good run. I like a good lift. So um, I'm definitely a FIAD type guy. All right. He is our good friend Isaiah Hahn from
0: UBET Fishing Guide Service, sober in the Monaga Nevis Park Rapids area, and uh, in one more time, if people want to book you this uh, fall yet, maybe already
1: start working on next year, how do they go about doing that? Yeah, thanks, Kev, absolutely. Uh, you can find me on all those social media platforms, from Facebook to Instagram, all that stuff, at U-Bet Fishing Guide Services, and then you can also check me out on my website at UBetFishing.com, or simply give me a call, that'll probably be the best way to contact me, and that's my cell phone number, which is 218 Eight six nine five. Isaiah, thanks for joining us today. Great to have you on the show. Hey, it's always a pleasure, Kev. Thanks so much, and have a great fall.
0: That's another great show in the books. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining me today. Just a reminder, again, we're into the final two weeks of Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. It will end next Saturday morning with that final airing. After that, we're still talking outdoors, just not quite as frequently. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors on the radio will air Thursday afternoons at 1 and Saturday mornings at 8 on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5. And, of course, it's already weekly, 7 a.m. Saturday mornings on B93.3 and Brainerd Baxter, and 6 a.m. Saturday mornings on KICK-FM in Alexandria. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast will continue to air multiple times a week. That's it for today's show. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5. 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd-Baxter, and KICK-FM in Alexandria.